This is uh, this is pretty interesting. Um, how the standards have changed. There's an old marriage test from 1939. It's making the rounds online. Mm. And it's supposed to tell you if you're being a good husband or wife. Most of the tips don't translate to 2020 very well. Yeah, well, the guys had it much easier. Super easy back then. Yeah, and, and, and we expected a ton from the mm. ladies. Um, so some signs you're a good husband, according to the test, you're nice to her friends. Okay. Remember your anniversary. Okay. You're kind to her even if no one's watching, so you're not like just being nice to her in the public eye. You ask for her opinion some sometimes. Mm, that's where it gets sketchy. You let her drive the car if she needs it. And oh. you read the paper out loud to her like oh she's an illiterate dummy. And a few signs that you're not a great husband, flirting in front of her, comparing her to your mom or previous wives, talking about how life was better before you got married, not saying excuse me when you belch, and criticizing her in public. Well, <laughs> duh. <laughs> and a few signs that you're a good wife. This is now, remember, this is 1939. You always serve dinner on time. You play an instrument. I... You get you get all gussied up for breakfast. You're a good housekeeper. You always put the kids to bed. You run any big purchases by your husband first, which should be done anyway. That's both on both sides. sides. Yeah. And you let him sleep in on the weekends. So Josh lets me sleep in on the weekends since I get up early during the week mm-hmm. and I don't sleep very often. So on Saturdays and Sundays, I sleep in. Good. Um, he helps put the kids to bed. He plays the instrument. Uh, he's a really good housekeeper. <laughs> and he runs big purchases by me, so... And we'll, we run them by both each other. Yeah, well, and rightfully so. Yeah. One more sign that maybe you're not a good wife. This one caught my attention. Letting your cold feet touch him under the covers. I do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> a little shock value, no problem. Hey, honey, are you warm? Yeah. Zing. John and Stephanie once again voted most likely to say, Um, are you going to finish that? Mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 104.9thewolf.com. Oh, not all of them, brother. Most of them do. Most of them love me. Josh used to call me Snow White because, like, animals would always come up to me and just, like, hang out by me. Besides cats. Cats are, cats are, you know what. <laughs> Jerks. No, you know, there's a better word for that. Well, yeah, there's one thing, though. We, I mean, we, we don't want to lose... Our ability, and by we, I guess I mean me, and everyone else besides Stephanie, we don't want to lose our bacon. Uh, it's more expensive than it has been in the last 40 years, in case you hadn't noticed. 40 years! It's jumped up nearly 28% the price has over the past year. You know, turkey bacon Ugh, is phenomenal. So good on BLTs. Nope. So good with egglets. Nope. Scrambled or sunny side up. Mm, Just give it a try. There's I've so, tried the, it before. Oh, and um, <laughs> You have to get the Jenny O. I don't have to get any of it. Get the Jenny O turkey bacon. If I wanted to eat cardboard, I'd just go downstairs and get some of my Ew. empty boxes. <laughs> I know. No, I know. You don't even know. I do know. God didn't put us at the top of the food chain to eat turkey bacon. <laughs> Why not? Because. We're still up there. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> rise and shine. Actually, we'd settle for just rise at this point. John and Stephanie on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. 
Can we talk candy? I would love to talk some candy. There's a difference between cheap and expensive candy for sure. Right. But it turns out that the big, the biggest difference is really just the fancy packaging. Uh-huh. The production process, a little bit like artisan candy, which nobody's passing that out for Halloween, let's be honest, is handmade in small batches. Yeah. You're not going to trick-or-treat at a house and be getting year a deli. Right. So just right. know that. Mm-hmm. Um, also produced mass stuff i'm fine with that i'll take the big bag of snickers as opposed to the fancy uh, stuff i'll take the candy corn pumpkins get what that's what? at our house you like that yeah i like it at <laughs> oh you like it at the candy corn uh-huh, uh-huh. well the, basically the the general consensus is sugar is sugar mm-hmm. kids do not care what kind no. of candy they get no they just want that candy loot when I got when I was trick or treating and I got like black licorice, I was happy to let my mom yeah, loot it. Mm-hmm. I don't like black licorice. But she did, loved it. Did you ever get the sugar fiend's gummy bears that are made from Dom Perignon champagne? And I did not. Oh yeah. Is that good stuff? I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say, what Sounds neighborhood nice. did you grow up in? <laughs> <Sounds> nice. <laughs> John and Stephanie, still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings. On the new 104.9, The Wolf. So, uh, we should all be blessed to have this kind of insurance. Right. There's a guy, his name is Yi, and he basically, he was cleaning. He must have done a heck of a job because he wore himself out. Yeah. And nothing says, let me take a break from all this cleaning, like stripping down butt naked and getting on the floor and laying down. Listen, I clean on the daily I never really thought to do that, but I might now. <laughs> well, he woke up because in his uh, twigs and berries, he felt a sharp pain. Mm-hmm. He looked down, and there was a centipede attached to said fun zone. Undercarriage. Yes. Yep. He smashed it, mm-hmm. went to the hospital, mm-hmm. and he needed to get patched up. Yeah. But here's the twist. It's so weird. So he called his insurance company. His insurance company was like, we have never, the lady said, in my 20 years of being an agent, I've Mm. never heard of something like this happening. So it was an accident. We're going to pay you. He got a payout. For getting bitten. So I'm submitting everything. By his hundred-legged buddy. I'm submitting everything. (laughs) Like, I have to go to the doctor today to get my my a medication refilled uh-huh. and I'm going to say listen the world is making me crazy so I have to get back on this medication do I get a payout your side hustle Thursday is strong listen, friend every chance I get every chance you hustle and hustle and uh-huh. nicely done John and Stephanie is fresh is those day old donuts on the discount rack mm-hmm. donuts John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. Have you settled on a costume yet, friend? Yes. You have? Uh, no. (laughs) Fair enough. All right, well, this is going to be very quick. Uh, We're going to help you out here. Google has stepped up to the plate, and they're like, hey, you know what? We do trends. We we scan data. Here's what uh, folks in your neck of the woods might be wanting to wear. Fright Geist with Google is what it is. I'm posting it up on our Facebook so you can go do your outfit and then tell us what you got. Yep. But according to trends, locality or nationality or mm-hmm. um, spookiness or not so spooky, it'll tell you what you should dress 
Ah, so I've gotten a stick figure, shark, and it. I've gotten Jigsaw from the Saw movies, yeah. Voodoo, and yeah. Ninja twice. Yeah, so you should probably be a ninja. Probably. Probably not, because I look like Chris Farley, like <laughs> Beverly Hills Ninja. Oh, I forgot about that movie. <laughs> so good. Was it? Do it. Dress as that. It did not age Aww. well. If John and Stephanie were any funnier, that would actually be really helpful. John and Stephanie, mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. So here's the problem in England. Okay. You go to a festival, many drugs. Yes. Can be uh, purchased. <laughs> yes. If only there were a festival around here. It oh, does that. Man. Well, this happened in England, and it's affecting the wildlife. Yeah. Well, let's let's recap this year, though. Sure. In our in Alabama, they were forced to remind residents to dispose of your illegal stimulants responsibly, so that they can cut down on the possibility of meth gators. <laughs> this is real. This is coming from the news source. <laughs> meth gators. And then we talked to you guys about in Germany they had the 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 uh, coke salmon. Mm, yep. Because people were peeing in the pond and mm-hmm. they had coke in their systems and the salmons were getting all coked up. Mm-hmm. Same thing's happening about the Glastonbury Festival over in the Englands, only they're doing a lot of molly and MDMA over there. So these eels are all hopped up on molly now. Oh. Because the people that were at Glastonbury were taking the MDMA. They were peeing into this certain lake where there's a lot of eels that live, White Lake River. So now the, the eels are like, Oh, this water feels so good. Say, Benedict, do you feel different? <laughs> Benedict the eel. <laughs> Why, William, yes, I do. I feel I feel good. <laughs> I feel better than I feel like I have a right to. <laughs> Plus, I can hear my eyes. Is that strange? <laughs> it feels different. So just don't pee everywhere. Right. <laughs> And don't do the drugs. Well, right, there you go. <laughs> That'll save yeah, everybody yeah. a bunch yep. of trouble, including <laughs> Benedict. Indeed. Follow The Wolf on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and listen on your smart speaker or online at 1049thewolf.com. Halloween is rapidly approaching, mm-hmm. and we all kind of celebrate a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, Sam Hain. I've heard the word before because I'm a huge fan of the Halloween movies, uh-huh. and they've used it in that movie, and that's celebrated in Ireland and Scotland. Mm-hmm. And really, Ireland's considered kind of the birthplace of modern-day Halloween, yeah, uh, with its origins stemming from the ancient Celtic and pagan rituals and a festival called Samhain, which took place thousands of years ago. Yup. Dia de los Muertos in Mexico is mm. the Day of the Dead. Now, this is where... You, it's it's from November 1st to the 2nd, so it's not Halloween. It's the day after Halloween. And you kind of put uh, pictures of your dead relatives up, and then they think that the heavens open up and they come and see you and mm. celebrate. And so you kind of have a celebration for those who have passed. If you are kind of iffy about the tradition, watch the movie Coco from Disney. It really does show what Dia de los Muertos is all about. The Day of Dracula. Yeah. You can imagine where that is, Romania. Mm-hmm. Um, people from all around the world flock to celebrate Halloween at Vlad, 
basically Vlad the Impaler's house. Yep. His his house, Brand Castle in Transylvania. Yep. Although it's actually never been proven that he actually ever lived there. Right. Or even visited. But you can go there. And sure. You can, sometimes you can stay the night in it. And say blah. Uh-huh. And the Hungry Ghost Festival in Hong Kong. It's the 15th day of the seventh lunar month. Oh. It's like mid-August to mid-September, <laughs> pretty much. But the seventh lunar month sounds better. Uh, they celebrate the Hungry Ghost Festival. I, I don't want I don't want anything to do with the Hungry Ghost. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in any case, happy Halloween, yeah. almost. <laughs> Whether working from your office or your home office, tell your smart speaker to play 104.9 The Wolf. Number one for new country. The new 104.9 The Wolf. All right, so this is kind of an interesting... Uh, That's a good way of putting it. It's an... Because it's stupid. Right. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but you did, so I'll, I'll just roll along with you. But this is an interesting costume choice. Well, I think it's funny that... Okay, Karens. Yep. For whatever reason, they were dubbed the name Karen. I Nobody knows exactly where it came from, but it's always... To me, it's always been the woman... Who like wants to speak to the manager? Yep. Um, tattles on all these kids to their moms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and calls the cops because you're barbecuing too much or you're on my lawn. Right. Kind of thing. <laughs> yes. But th- so there's a Karen wig. Yep. This year, which I think is hysterical, but people are, you know, <sighs> how am I going to say this without being? Hmm. The, the, the new generation of complainers out there are saying, this is racist. Nah. How is it racist? The Karens in my eyes were always the complainers and the... They, well, were, they wanted to speak to the managers. Yeah. I mean, that's what it came down to. Yeah. I'm unhappy with this. Or they're the, they're the person that gets pulled over and they're like, well, you know, what's your badge number? Yeah. I want to speak to yes. your supervisor. I mean, that's, t- and anybody can be a quote unquote Karen. Anybody. Guys too. You. Yep. I, mean, I think we can all fall under that badge if we pull that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just us. So just calm down. Yeah. And- There's bigger things to worry about besides a wig. Right. Right. And that's what it comes down <laughs> to, honestly. Yes. John and Stephanie once again voted most likely to say, Um, are you gonna finish that? Mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf and 1049TheWolf.com. Okay, so, um, boy, it feels like you'd have to kind of be on drugs to buy this excuse. <laughs> yes. But there's a guy who was riding his bike 245 in the morning. Yikes. First of all, that was his first issue. In Madeira Beach, too. Yep. In so. Florida. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Mm hmm. And the cop stopped him because he didn't have uh, any lights on his bike. Yeah. So uh, he had an outstanding warrant. He didn't show up for court for drug charges back in June. So they searched him. And guess what they found? Um, More drugs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Two glass pipes. Mm. Uh-oh. That's never a good start. And a third of an ounce of meth. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, hey, pal, what's this guy? And he was like, well, it's methamphetamine, sir. It's my medicinal meth. He says, it doesn't work that way. He says uh, he claimed it was okay because it was medicinal and he had a prescription for it. Oh, man. There's actually a form of meth doctors can prescribe for ADHD. It's called desoxin, ah. but it comes in a pill, and his meth was obviously in crystal form. Oh, right. so close. Right. So close to selling that 
tale of woe. And I think when he showed them his prescription and everything, and it said, from the desk of Matthew Cusimano, <laughs> which is his name, they're like, that's not, that's that's your own notepad, friend. It has your name on it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe next maybe next time rethink that whole Or is one of the scratch pads thing. with oh, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with a stamp on it. Look, it's got a stamp. Uh-huh. It's official. Mm-hmm. John and Stephanie, still number one for entertaining your pets while you're at work. Mornings on the new 1049 The Wolf. I just love this story. This happened. Now this was in Turkey. And a guy went missing. His family lost contact with him. Mm-hmm. So for several hours they hadn't heard from him. Right. Um so they called the police and then an intense search party mm-hmm. proceeded to happen. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this guy just he went out drinking with his friends, decided he'd had enough of his friends and went and wandered drunkenly into the woods. He did the old Irish goodbye that I'm famous for that. And just I, splitting I without hate saying bye. Saying bye to people cuz it takes forever so I'm just like, um bye. I'm <laughs> dipping. So he was stumbling around drunk in the woods when he saw a group of people looking for somebody. Flashlights. A search party. Yes. He saw a search party for sure. And so they jo- he joined in. He's like, well, I want to help. Yeah. So I, this is what I'm seeing. A guy in like <laughs> wandering around in a dirty robe, like just came out of his stupor, hand on one hip, bush light in the other with pajama pants on going, hello. Yeah. Who are we looking for? Wait a minute, who are we looking for? The man's name is Ben. Oh, okay. Ben! <laughs> ben! <laughs> but that's when it re- that's when it hit him. <laughs> I'm here! <laughs> the drunk guy who was in the search party looking for himself he finally was- <laughs> realized that they were yelling his name. I'm here! He, he, the drunk man joined his own search party. <laughs> That's my favorite you can't, story. You can't even write this stuff. I am here. I am here. Please to take me home. John and Stephanie is fresh. Is those day-old donuts on the discount rack. Mm, donuts. John and Stephanie on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. I don't know what science thinks it's doing, sticking its nose where it doesn't belong. According to science, (laughs) there's a list of the scariest movies. Mm. So what happened was 250 victims wore heart monitors to watch 40 different scary movies, a new and classic, and they, according to their heart monitors, figured out which ones made their heart race a little bit more. So we'll start at number 10. We'll just go through the top 10. Well, they hurt my heart as a side note because my favorite is Halloween. Yes. Michael Myers. And they, they ranked them 17th. Yeah. Ugh. The Conjuring 2, I love The Conjurings, uh, was number 10. Paranormal Activity was number 9, which is dumb. A Quiet Place Part what? 2 is number 8. Paranormal Activity is amazing. That's stupid. You are. Uh, yes. It Follows <laughs> number 7. Terrified, which I've never even heard nope. of, number 6. Hereditary. It's no. a trip. Uh, yeah, I read the Wikipedia. I did not see the movie because I didn't have time. It features your friend and mine, the Tony Colettis. Yep. Uh, the Conjuring, the number one, the the first one was number four. Insidious. I walked out of the theater in Fort Myers during that movie. Really? Because it scared me so bad. Oof. Uh, Sinister. Good one. Number two. Ethan Hawke. Oh, wait. Sinister is the one I walked out of. Insidious, I love. Sinister, I walked out. And then number one is Host. 
I think that's a Japanese movie. I read a book called The Host, and that was pretty trippy. So if it's anything like the book, then yeah. Mm. I could see that. Still science. Mm. You know nothing. <laughs> if John and Stephanie were any funnier, that would actually be really helpful. John and Stephanie, mornings on the new 104.9 The Wolf and 1049thewolf.com. All right, are you young or old for your job? That is the question du jour. <laughs> uh, you enter your age and job title at this website. It tells you how much older or younger you are than the average worker in your position. And it's got stats for a bunch of different jobs. For example, the average age for uh, a radio DJ is 42. And I'm under that. So. And I'm over that. All right. Good. But... Doesn't mean I'm walking away because no. I've, I've, I've outaged it. There's plenty of people here who have outaged it a few times. <laughs> right. Uh, they also figured out the careers with the oldest and youngest workers on average. And the youngest people in the military are the are people in the military, where the average is 31. The rest of the top five young person jobs are dancers and choreographers. You kind of have to be young for that. That's 32. Uh, bartenders are 36. Law clerks are 36, and vet assistants are 37. Now, um, tool and die makers are the oldest at an average age of 50. Hmm. Postal clerks, just under 50. Hmm. CEOs, 49. Politicians and bus drivers, also right around 49. Hmm. I say today, in today's age, if you can find work... Right. Hold on to it. Yeah, it doesn't matter how old you are. (laughs) No. Just work and collect them them stacks. Yes. 